Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hello and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily. And I'm Christy. We're just two gals in our 20s trying to live our best type 1 diabetic lives. Every week we tackle a new topic from the diabetic perspective. Although we offer tips, we are not medical professionals, but we also offer plenty of anecdotes and general thoughts about how to embrace the type 1 lifestyle on your own terms. It's not always easy to do through all of the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hey guys, it's Emily here. Welcome to Pancreas Pals. Hello. Oh my god, I totally, season four and I forgot how to introduce ourselves. Well, welcome to season four, everyone. We're super excited to have you and also super excited because today's guest is Michelle Lord. She's a Beyond Type 1 ambassador. She is at M-I-C-H-E underscore low on Instagram and she has a dope YouTube channel um, Michelle Lord, Type 1 Diabetes Lifestyle, and she is a PhD student, and I'm just going on and on about her. I should probably let her say hello. Hey, <laughs> thanks so much for having me. I'm so honored to be on the show. We're oh, honored wow. to have you, and thanks for kicking off season four with us. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I listen to this podcast when I'm doing data analysis at school, so it's like crazy that I'm on it. <laughs> Same. Nervous we love friends. <laughs> We love data analysis. It's great. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So for those who haven't seen Michelle's YouTubes, um, A, you're missing out. B, we're also big fans. So spread the die love. And C, she's coming to us live from Toronto where she is doing her cool PhD studies. And I just think it's awesome that we have um, someone from Toronto on. You're our first international guest. Wow, that's awesome. I'm honored. Cool. <laughs> right, Christy? I mean, even though it's Canada, which are our friendly neighbors to the north. But, yeah, I was going to say, I'm, like, very pro-Canada. This is I fun. I love Canada. Are you kidding me? Oh, there's some maple syrup. That was <laughs> awful. Maybe I should edit that out. Anyways, moving on, season four. So we're thinking that this episode we want to talk all about you know, best social media practices and how as a community and as a, um, as people with chronic illnesses, we can sometimes not only be hard on ourselves, but be a little judgmental of others, especially when they're posting personal things and talk about some of the backlash that we've all received and a lot of the positivity. Um, it's, we think it's really interesting because Michelle has a YouTube channel and, you know, we have a podcast and an Instagram and things like that where, there's a lot of, of uh, areas for people, to, or mediums, I should say, for people to to kind of chime in their not necessarily wanted and sometimes unnecessary opinions, <laughs> but also to not have to say it to your face, which is something that um, millennials and Gen Zers alike. Cyberbullying. Yes, that is pretty much the best term for it. So it's something that maybe not all their listeners have experienced, but... Maybe they've seen it, especially in the dire world and, you know, where numbers sometimes make people believe their worths, even though our friend Miriam would highly disagree with that. Um, Yeah, so I just, now that I've given my spiel, let's, this all kind of started because Michelle posted something that a, a hater kind of posted on one of her 
videos. And I was just like, that is so uncool. So if you want to explain a little bit what happened there Michelle. yeah yeah so I got a comment from another type one who pretty much watched one of my like 100 vlogs and in that vlog my blood sugars weren't perfect because I mean like we all have those days and I like to be super real I don't like to hide anything and this person decided to comment saying that I was an irresponsible diabetic and that my blood sugar numbers are inexcusable and then they went on to list like all the things that I did wrong and why I shouldn't be eating dessert and what I should oh be God. eating and just like a crazy this person was crazy. I'm so upset. I'm so <laughs> and it like just, yeah, things that make our blood boil. <laughs> I know, and I like I expect crazy comments on YouTube. That's just part of being on YouTube. But all of my awful comments have been from other type ones judging, which just sucks. <laughs> that is so rough there's no other I mean we've talked about this a little bit with uh with Libby Russell at I have the sugars and definitely all the time with Miriam about how we want social media to be a positive safe space especially for people with chronic illnesses to you know learn more from each other not hate on each other yeah and the fact that so can you tell the in case our listeners haven't seen the episode or anything um first of all tell them how to find it and also what the episode was on yeah sure um so my youtube channel is just my name it's michelle lord and i think it was a vlog about fiasp i was trying like the new super fast acting insulin called fiasp and that's what the person commented on because i had dessert in the video and then my blood sugars weren't the best so but i actually ended up getting rid of the comment because i just didn't want it up there i found that it created such a negative space and actually other type ones were starting to comment on it and I was like, I think this might get out of control at some point. So I just thought it was best to erase it all. I agree with that. It is. You don't you don't want people building on other hateful comments too. That's not Yeah. I think what you're doing on YouTube, it's such an inspirational thing. And I think being real and showing people that they're you know, even healthy people have bad days and healthy type ones have bad days that's something that needs to be shared so that i'm speaking for myself here those of us who get anxious when we see bad numbers don't want to like jump out the window every time we see something over 200 yeah but, yeah i mean and if you do definitely seek help because adjusting to diabetes is a stressor and a half which is a i'm sure something we can all attest to and definitely yeah, and, and anyone who's worried about my ongoing mental health i'm fine that was an exaggeration <laughs> people listening christy i'm sorry i'm just i'm just reacting to this too much i think but we're just really hyped about season four uh, but also i mean i think it's so important to to notice that it is your your specific videos also are about the realness of type one so i don't know what these people were expecting yeah. you know I'd, I'd want them to think the same thing when they're listening to pancreas pals or looking at our instagram or facebook is that you know, I post when I'm 300. I post when I'm 50. It's the realness that, that makes me want to do this, like the authenticity. If I was just 100 all the time, then, you know, that wouldn't be real. And there's no point in doing, you know, like your vlog or our podcast because that's not the message we're trying to get across. Totally. I agree. It's a place where other type one should come to and they should say, oh my gosh, me too. Like I've had this happen as well. It's a place where you come and you can relate and you feel almost comforted knowing that you're not in it alone. But then there, unfortunately there are these people who are like, oh, I do everything perfect. So this is how you should do it. 
And that's just what happens. But I mean, it's on Instagram too. I've seen it on Instagram and I've had multiple comments like this. And unfortunately, there's just people like that. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, uh, you know, all the negativity aside, let's discuss a little bit. I mean, I'm sure we'll get back to that because I talk in circles. (laughs) But um, what... Like, I want to learn a little bit more about your YouTube channel and kind of tell our listeners all the positive things that you do with that. So what spurred you on to wanting to begin it? I've always loved making videos. So when I was a little girl, I used to, like, force my cousins to, like, film music videos and make, like, (laughs) fake talk shows and all of that. And I don't know. I've always loved creating videos. So I just thought it would be cool if there was like a vlogger or someone on YouTube that I could really relate to and there wasn't really anything like that there's a few out there but not too many so I just decided to try it out and I posted a video and it had a really good response so then I kept making them and now I've been on YouTube for like a year and a half and I have like close to 9,000 subscribers now so it's doing pretty well actually surprisingly oh my god mazel that's fabulous thanks we love seeing fellow type ones kind of tap into this uh there was a i think there was a bit of void in the market if you will because christy and i started pancreas palettes about a almost two years ago year and a half ago oh yeah yeah i mean it's just about opening up a dialogue i know we say it all the time but i think this is such a great example of opening the dialogue on a different platform because obviously as a podcast we're you know audio embracers but I love that there is kind of a visual storytelling going on as well good job we're keeping it going (laughs) yeah yeah no it's good and I've noticed like more and more people coming onto YouTube now which is awesome like I always get so excited when there's a new type one channel because some people might not be able to relate to me so it's great that other people are going on YouTube in case they can relate to others and have different age ranges as well. It's it's really awesome to see that the community is growing. For sure. And the youngins love YouTube. I sound like such an old woman. Really, <laughs> we're all they, pretty young The here. youths love the YouTube. The, the youths love the tube. Oh my God. <laughs> and maybe, maybe, a, maybe tubing as well brings us back to diabetes. Question, <laughs> if you don't mind sharing, I know you're a fellow Dexcom user. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on, I know you've done a piece on uh, Dexcom versus Libre, but as someone that is on the Dexcom and has never even seen a Libre in the wild, can you share a little bit about that? Definitely, yeah. So I actually wore them both at the same time. Um, so they're very different devices. Like they're super hard to compare because one is a continuous glucose monitor and one's a flash glucose monitor. Oh, no so way. I always tell people like, the Freestyle Libre is more hands-off. It's for like, you know how sometimes the Dexcom, you get information overload, like you're constantly being sent data, you get alarms, and sometimes it's overwhelming. I think the Libre is like a step back from that. So if you just want to check your blood sugar when you want to, and you don't want alarms, then the Libre is good. But if you feel like you're someone that needs that data constantly, you need the alarms, then I totally say Dexcom is the way to go. Very cool. Yeah. Christy, this sounds like this might be one of your future, if I can ever get her on a, any form of CGM. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. It would definitely be a good start for you if you're like kind of weary about trying one. CGM. No? <laughs> I'm just weary about having something attached to me. I feel like I'm just so ingrained in my old man pins and needle system. No, it works for you, girl. You do you. Diabetes is its own. It's like clothes. Everyone fits differently. Exactly. Everybody, like, 
like there are different devices for everyone. One device is not going to work for everyone. So like you could find something that works for you maybe. I know. I think there probably will come a time in my life when it's necessary to have a CGM and I will not fight it when the time comes. I'm just like riding this stagnant little wave of like pins and needles success. So literal pins and needles. Oh, also, <laughs> I mean, no pun intended. I'll stick with it for now. <laughs> Oh my god! No, just kidding. If it works for you, go for it. Entirely intended. But yeah, like I, I'm not so resistant that if it was something that I would, you know, it just made sense for me to have it. It was like really doctor recommended to me personally. I wouldn't resist it. I just, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that's fine. Best life without it. So. I just, you know, like to, to stir the pot, if you will. I'm always like, ooh, maybe I'll convince Christy. And then I'm like, I don't need to convince her. She's had this disease longer than I have, and she knows what she's doing. Oh, barely. Barely. Brings me to my next question. We like to get to know our guests in terms of diabetes as well as their personal lives, you know, outside of the disease. But when were you diagnosed and how were you diagnosed, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah. So my diagnosis story is not like super fun. Like I know I listened to yours. I remember when you posted it and like Christy's yours was like pretty intense. Uh, I am dramatic. (laughs) I was like, whoa. But mine was like, yeah. So pretty much what happened with me was I was 12 years old and I kind of felt like I had to pee a little bit more, you know, the classic symptom. And you might goosebumps. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. And then my mom thought I had a bladder infection. So she took me to the doctor and they like tested my urine and it came back with some glucose. So then they tested my blood sugar like on the spot and it was 180, which like isn't alarmingly high. Right. Um, And then they were like, oh, that's a bit weird, but they weren't sure I had diabetes. So I had to wait like the weekend, I think, to get my test back or something. And uh, I ended up having type one, which was crazy. I was just diagnosed really, really early. And my blood sugars like weren't even that high. Um, Like I was like 180, 200 pretty much. That's it. And I hardly took any insulin for a year and a half. That's amazing that they caught it so early. I know. It's it's great. Like, my endocrinologist was like, it's a blessing, but also bad at the same time because you have to start insulin injections. But it's good that they, like, caught it early before it got yeah. to a dangerous state. Right. Oh, yeah. Christy. Yeah. <laughs> and me. And me. But Christy's was... We had, we had very traumatic entrances. Yeah, both of your stories, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy. We, we're, like, not the... I don't want to scare off yeah, <laughs> the no. listeners. We're, we were very abnormal I know. cases of, like, the diagnosis being shoved down your throat and then, you know... Crashing the helpful, into it. Yeah, then the helpful diagnosis kind of being, you know, withheld in a way for Emily, so... I yeah. mean, I it is what it is. For for those just now tuning in, um, head back to season one, episode one, where, where Christy and I share diagnosis stories... It's not for the faint of heart. Um, if you really don't want to know, I'd say skip to episode two, where we introduce Miriam Brand, who is our licensed mental health counselor. And our mom. And um, honestly, my mom, speaking of moms, is when she listened to Christy's diagnosis story, she cried. So, Aww. yeah. Well, I think she's my mom. <laughs> well, I'm sure your mom really cries. But, uh, yeah, so it's definitely worth listening to. Um, seasons one through three are available on iTunes now and on SoundCloud, and we're working on Spotify. But 
that's neither here nor there. And they're um, amazing, so definitely go listen to them. I'm going to stop and blush it. No, seriously. Okay. They're so good. Like, I love listening to your podcasts. Well, let's, awesome. let's bring it back to Michelle for a minute. So yes. I know that we were talking about some of the bad comments that you've seen on videos, but one of our favorite parts about Pancreas Pals is our interaction with our other pals, you know, off of the recording. We get messages all the time about, you know, new listeners that have a favorite episode or there's something they want to discuss. And it's a really just positive Safe dialogue. space. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's safe space and... I don't know, just curious, do you get comments or direct inboxes of, you know, positive feedback from watchers, viewers? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, we're focusing on the negative here at the beginning, but I have to say, like, 1% of what I do on YouTube results in negative comments, probably even less than 1%, but it's such a positive experience overall that all the amazing comments and emails I get from people far outweigh any negativity that I get. Um, So I do quite often get emails or direct messages from people saying, I was just diagnosed and I found your video. Like you made me feel so much better. Like I was so scared. And it makes me feel great that just one of my videos I put out can bring someone comfort after that diagnosis because I didn't have YouTube when I was diagnosed and I would have really appreciated seeing a video with someone else living in the same life as me. So it really is a rewarding thing to hear those positive outcomes that are coming from the channel. I got it awesome. Christy and I are constantly sending screenshots to each other of like these amazing messages we get. And we don't even really put our faces out there. So like it's very, very uh, anonymous in terms of our interactions. So I always think it's super awesome when people make youtube videos and are like this is my face and i have type 1 diabetes Mm -hmm. and i am living my best life and you should too um so love that message but it's it's so amazing from like near and far you know the internet has just created our number three i'm jumping everywhere our number three most listened city is melbourne oh really isn't that insane? Oh so my shout gosh. out to all of our Australian listeners. You rock to never change. But that just, you know, goes to show everyone who's listening that might not be familiar with diabetes or type one diabetes is it does not discriminate. It doesn't discriminate your zip code, it doesn't discriminate your country, it doesn't discriminate, you know, your gender, your pay, you know, nothing. Yeah. All of these people, whether they have access or not to their supplies, have type one. So it's it's just an insane it's, it's my favorite way to just really have gratitude and take a step back and put the disease into perspective. And I think that's what makes Pancreas Pals one of my favorite things in the world. And that's what makes your, you know, your vlog so great. And everyone that has their type one outlet is putting it into perspective. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and like everything with social media and like the internet, it's amazing how, like you said, your, some of your listeners are from Melbourne, like all over the world we're all connecting and mostly in a positive way um sometimes not but mostly and it's just incredible like some of the people i've met from my youtube channel like online from all over the world that are tuning in and i don't know that just blows my mind and even like also to your podcast like who knows where people are listening from it's insane it's great we love our listeners um but now this might be because my day job is a bridal editor But bringing up your engagement situation, and by situation I mean excitement, um, I know your fiancé's been in a few of your videos, so how has that been for him? 
he's really cool about everything. He's so supportive with everything I do. Like I spend a lot of time doing YouTube stuff and I mean, it has to get annoying at some point, but he like will film for me. He'll be patient with me if I have to like quickly do something with respect to YouTube. And he's just such a great guy. So, so supportive. And he likes, he, I think he likes being in videos too. <laughs> <laughs> get his 15 minutes of fame yeah yeah no I don't even know I don't know what the saying is neither apparently so Christy also has a dope boyfriend Christy when's Zach gonna come on the show I I feel like whenever I tell him sounds like I'm a really demanding person um he does well with themes though so if we give him like a fun little theme I think he'll he'll jump on oh my god yeah have him on we should have everyone's booze on and our moms mostly our moms yeah um now I'm just rambling truly but (laughs) I wanted to to talk a little bit more about your work with beyond type one and how you know you're you're a new ambassador to that so can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved and how anyone who would want to listen could get involved Yeah, so I was contacted by Beyond Type 1. I did a couple videos for them, and then they asked for me to join their Global Ambassador Council, which I was, like, so honored and thrilled to do. And um, pretty much it's just, like, yeah, a group of people that get together, and they're, like, the ambassadors for Beyond Type 1. They help run events and somehow contribute. So I actually just ran the first Toronto meetup this weekend, which was so cool. Um... So, yeah, that was pretty awesome. We got rained out, but you know what? We still had a good time. It was very, like, Canadian experience with the crazy weather. Um, But, yeah, so I'm just, like, kind of contributing how I can to them. I'm going to maybe make some videos and host meetups. But, like, you don't have to be on the council to get involved with Beyond Type 1. Like, anybody can host a meetup, and Beyond Type 1 is willing to help out with organizing that. So it's it's really just like you have to reach out to them and say, hey, I'm interested in being involved. Like, how can I help? How can I do an event and and do something for the community? And they are more than willing to help out with that. It's a pretty awesome organization. Always plug in some kind of diabetes organization, as in I'm always plugging some kind of diabetes organization. <laughs> uh, do you guys have – oh, my – that is my laundry's done. That's embarrassing. <laughs> no, that's real. That's a candid moment. Yeah, that's a good moment. <laughs> Truly, it's okay. It can wait. Don't worry. I'm not one of the I really thought that. Things, I so. really thought that that was like your Dexcom or something beeping at you, and I was like, "What a fun alarm!" I know. I was like, "Oh, is that a pump or a Dexcom?" <laughs> Usually, I'm beeping in some capacity during our recordings, but luckily this time I changed my pump last night, so that shouldn't be beeping. I'm coasting at 127, so that shouldn't be beeping. So I think I'm in a pretty good place. Yeah, so you're in a good spot. I'm just living my best Sunday right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. So embarrassing. Whatever. I always make some kind of noise, which <laughs> brings me to my next uh, little plug. I'm full of plugs. Apologies to my ramblings. But I am now one of the new member chairs of JDRF, the Juvenile Diabetes uh, Research Foundation for our New York City chapter for the YLC. That's so awesome. Thank you. I'm so excited. But uh, wow, that sounded like I was tooting my own horn, but I was plugging it because for anyone who wants to join or is in the New York City tri-state area, um, we are having a walk, a pancreas pals 
is going to be having a team for the New York City Walk, the JDRF One Walk. So if anyone would like to join, just reach out to us. Our email is pancreaspalace123 at gmail.com. If you want to join the YLC's team, which I will be cheering alongside them, um, they also have a team, and you can join them as well. You can also email info at JDRF uh, YLC NYC, and I'll also be the one responding to that email possibly. So just have a lot of emails to throw out there. But (laughs) how does Toronto, I mean, JDRF has a walk up there as well, right? Yeah, yeah. We usually have one in May or June in Canada. Yeah, but it's good. We, like, honestly, in Canada, though, we really lack um, all the events that you guys have in the States. Like, we, like, hardly have meetups or anything like that. It's pretty much just the walk that happens, and otherwise, there's nothing else, really. But I think it's slowly starting to get better up here. (laughs) Well, I mean... good. Better than the opposite. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, for if you ever want to come down to New York and come to one of our, our situations, why do I keep calling things situations? <laughs> one of our events, let me know. We'd be more than thrilled to have you here and your your fiance, maybe husband by then. Um, but yeah, no, it's we're so lucky to be living in this time to have diabetes. I mean, whenever there's a cure, I think that would be luckier. But for now... Um, this is definitely the time to shine with all of the bionic parts and all of the ways to become involved. Yes, definitely. Definitely. It's a, it's a good time. So much support right now with social media too. Like it's so, so much easier to reach out and find someone that like gets what you're going through. So it's just awesome. I totally agree. And I would love to come to New York by the way. (laughs) My God, well, I have a pull-out couch that can uh, <laughs> is, is a queen size but I also highly recommend our beautiful uh hotels and other places but <laughs> no thanks <laughs> my house is your house that's a really weird note um this has been a great episode <laughs> for me to continue rambling on but I think it's about that time that we start wrapping things up so Michelle if you could give one more plug to where our listeners could could reach out and reach out to you or you know on Instagram and yeah. your YouTube channel. Yeah, so my Instagram is Mish underscore low, so M-I-C-H-E underscore L-O. I don't know how I came up with that. I That was like years ago. And then um, <laughs> then my YouTube is just my name, Michelle Lord. So if you just like type in Michelle Lord Diabetes, you'll find it. And we'll also link to it on our website and we'll tag you on Instagram and let season four fun festivities begin. Oh Try saying that five times fast. Wow. No. <laughs>